Hello, everybody, and welcome to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan, and today I am going to put overtime in to make sure this is a great show. Maybe even the kind of overtime the Pittsburgh Penguins put in last night. Uh, Ryan McCormick, our producer. Ryan, what's happening? How about this? How many rounds of the shootout was it? 12? 12 round shootout. 12 round shootout with the Penguins emerging victorious over the Montreal Canadiens. Yep. Uh, and uh, the over was uh, six and a half. So it hit on that seventh goal. And uh, yeah, 12 rounds. Do we, we don't have a stat. We didn't do a thing or no? Um, I mean, we can, we can do the share. It doesn't screen. matter. They, anyway, 12 rounds. They made How the long? First there it is. That's, so that's, explain what that was. Then. So each team made their first four shots. Right. And then missed their next uh, seven. And then they both made two in a row. And then they all missed <laughs> eight again, nine again. And then uh, game winner. Is that a record? Do we know what, what the record is? I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure what the That's record gotta is. That's got to be up there, though. That's, that'd be pretty yeah, intense. Can you imagine, what's that? It's a lot of free hockey. It really is. That's what I was going to say. I wonder like how many minutes that actually was. Uh, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, on the show today, we have making his debut, Neil Kulong, making his, um, his first appearance on the show. We're very excited about Neil. And, of course, making his uh, Jeff Parles. I'm going to say the over-under is about nine and a half on how many times he's been on the show. What would you take? Over-under? I'd take the under. How many weeks were this? Is like our tenth week, so probably once a week. But has he been on once? I don't think he's been on once a week, has he? Probably take the under. We, yeah, we bring in. Chris we'll do and some Alex. research on that. We'll find yeah. out. No, we won't. Anyway, uh, Jeff Parles will be here discussing um, whatever. Jeff is a blank page. You can talk anything you want about. Got Thursday night football tonight. Do we though? <laughs> do we? Yeah. The Chargers only thing, right down the street. I know it's right down the street, which is really cool. Uh, the only thing that's that's intriguing to me is Easton Stick. The name that you told, I, I remember after you told me yesterday, yeah, he should have been a hockey player. This guy, I mean, he's getting, he's getting coverage everywhere because he played at North Dakota. Is that what it was? Or North Dakota State? Something. One of the small states. Anyway, he's going to be the, the, the focus of attention tonight because they really, I mean, what's Al Michaels going to talk about all night? A lot of Easton Stick. Yeah. And the over-under, I believe, 32, 34. What's our over-under on the game here at South Point on that game? 34 and a half. These Thursday night unders, man. I mean, you want to talk about two ugly teams, you know, lately offensively. What did the Raiders score last week? Donut. Donut at home. So on national TV, they have to score. They have to score tonight. <laughs> How can they? <laughs> What's the zero touchdown bet tonight? Anyway, uh, it's December 14th, 2023. It is show number 47. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, show 47. All I asked Ryan to make was a Mel Blunt page because Mel Blunt. Probably one of my favorite all-time Steelers. I think I like him now even more because he used to come down to the funny bone and see us perform a lot. So he'd always wear his big white cowboy hat. So do you have a Mel Blunt page here? Yeah, we've got we've got a still and then we've Let's got, see, we got Mel. Oh, uh, there video. he is, baby. There's a video. You're telling me on the sidelines he wasn't even locked in? Look at that. Now see, this is when you used to be able to <laughs> lift players up, throw them down and Slam hurt them. them on their heads. So I mean intercept he was bigger than every now those are linebackers. That's Lambert next to him, fifty-eight. And he's almost as big as Lambert. There's Jack Cam. Those are two Hall of Famers. Mel Blunt, third Hall of Famer. Oh, that's against Cleveland. I always enjoy that. That looked like Brian Sipe. Look at the... Uh, oh, and then Donnie Shaw with the hit anyway. That would be Burt Jones of the Baltimore Colts. And there's Mel picking it off. I kind of remember that game, actually. That's Fran Tarkington, who retired with the all-time lead. <laughs> at passing yards. So, uh, Mel, <laughs> wow. That's Super Bowl, baby. Yep. Always money, man. So listen, he was the greatest cornerback in NFL history. He was so good they made a rule change because of him. 
And this is what it says in the rule book, or because of the rule. Because of his size and speed, he physically overpowered pass receivers. Midway through his career, however, the rule regarding pass coverage were changed, making such harassment of a receiver illegal. The rule change would become uh, would come to be named the Mel Blunt rule. When they, when you change when they change a the rule and name it after you, you're a good football player. So way to go, Mel Blunt, number forty seven <laughs> on our forty seven show. But you made a collage of other forty sevens. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, I did. What other forty sevens we got? Let's see here. I'm excited to see the collage. Oh my gosh, what happened? Failed. I <laughs> it's coming. There we go. Oh no, we still have some about Mel Blunt. There you go. Drafted fifty third overall. 200 regular season games played. Look at the record the Steelers had. 57 interceptions. Wow. First DB to win Defensive Player of the Year in 1975. Unbelievable. Dominant. And again, that cowboy hat, that's what he wore all the time when he would come down. And he was on the All-Decade team. He was on the All-Century team, too, wasn't he? Yep. Four-time Super Bowl, first ballot Hall of Famer. All right, there we go. 44th on the NFL's all top 100. He was 44. They should have made him 47, but okay. He's probably happy he got 44. He's like, that would have been nice synergy if you made it 47. But congrats, uh, Mel Blunt, for having jersey number 47. It's not his birthday. Yeah. It's congratulating him. All right, let's go to, uh, is this Frank's Fast Takes? Did we start those? I forgot. Go for it. Let's open it up. Right. Open up Frank's Fast Takes. All right, begin. All right, begin. There it is. Uh, happy birthday. We're doing birthdays to start it off after uh, Mel. Uh, well, no, we have the other 47s. No, we just have Mel Blunt. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's you all. Wanted, that's all. Right, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's all the computer wanted that's to do. Right. Apparently, let's go to birthdays today. Celebrating his uh, 420th birthday would be Nostradamus, but he knew. He knew it was. He knew. He knew when he was going to die. Nostradamus. Um, he's the best handicapper of all time. If you think about it, the guy predicted the future. Uh, I believe on his Twitter page, he had he, he brags about having Green Bay in the first Super Bowl. And last night, unbelievably. He had UNLV and Chicago State on the money line to win because those were two big upsets. Yeah, UNLV uh, seven to one and Chicago State eighteen to one would have paid handsomely, right? Five dollars would have paid like seven hundred fifty-five dollars. Yep. But Nostradamus said, "Take UNLV in the money line, running Rebs, and Chicago State defeating Northwestern, a Big Ten school. Chicago State's like one of those schools you hear about every twelve years. They make the tournament out of that weird, con you know, whatever conference they play in. But yep. uh, yeah, Nostradamus. When I was a kid, and might remember this." There was a documentary on HBO about... Completely terrifying. You know what I'm talking about! Again, put this on the list of me and things and have in common. It's got to be at least 14. They had this documentary on HBO about Nostradamus and all the things that he kind of predicted. And it was horrifying. It's terrifying. It was terrifying. And he predicted uh, world leaders that would be... Predicted dates. And it was this documentary on HBO. And that's all we would talk about at school on the playground, uh, on the, at, I remember at the bus stop, you talk about, you got to watch this HBO doc. And not everybody had HBO, and I think I'd invite friends over. But he predicted all these weird things. So Nostradamus um, really became into the zeitgeist around then where people would say, oh, you predicted someone you're Nostradamus. Because this guy, uh, I don't know, but he's a handicapper. He's, you know, <laughs> we should try to get him on the show. Maybe he could have some winners. It's like our Kevin Belenkoff. We get Nostradamus on. Could be a regular. So happy 420, 420. Wow, woo! Yeah. All right. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, 26th birthday to number 14, DK Metcalf, baby. DK Metcalf. Uh, now, I've never met him, but we share it. We have a common. Uh, we both use the same trainer. Very clearly. <laughs> you didn't do any of the shirtless pictures of him? Uh, Were you I too thought, intimidated? I thought about it. Yeah. And I was like, uh, you just he's just ripped, shame. man. Yeah. He's just ripped. 
Now, when I think DK, I, I bet DK's overs a lot because I watch a lot of Seattle games with my friends, uh, with my buddy Christian, and he loves DK Metcalf, Lockett. He'll take an over on one of those two. The best clip ever, though, immediately, what do you think of? Him chasing down Buda Baker. Yep. Yeah, so Buda Baker, oh, here it is, right on cue. He picks off the pass. Now, Buda Baker, all pro for the Cardinals. I wanted the Steelers to grab this guy. So, look, that, there's nothing in front of him but grass. Now, look at DK Metcalf at the top of your screen at the 50. Chasing down his birthday Chasing cake. Chasing down his birthday cake. <laughs> he chased him down, and Buda Baker immediately looked back. He said, when he got tackled after the game, he's like, who the hell was that? Like, unbelievable. That, now, that's a clip you show to your kids if you're, if you're a football coach. You go, never give up on a play. Look at DK Metcalf. He's an all-pro, all-world wide receiver, and he ran them down. I don't remember what happened on that drive for Arizona or I, who I won the game. It, I think they did. I don't think they scored a touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, yeah, I think they might have kicked a field goal. So I don't know how it factored into the game. But DK Metcalf, twenty-six years old, number fourteen. Never met him, but yeah, we got the same trainer. Also, let's stick in the NFL. Speaking of uh, offensive uh, powerhouses, happy forty-fourth to genius Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. I mean, the guy coaches the Niners. This guy's dad, Mike Shanahan, won two Super Bowls with the Denver Broncos. And uh, he turns 44. And for his birthday, 49ers GM John Lynch called him and he's like, yeah, I'm not getting you anything for your birthday. I already got you Debo. I got you McCaffrey. I got you Bosa. I got you Kittle. I got you Purdy. You're welcome. My birthday September 25th. Get me something. Uh, and what number does John Lynch wear? Did John Lynch wear? He was on our 47. Number 47. He wore number 47, tying back to our 47 show. What a roster he's put together, John Lynch. Yep. I mean, he really did. He really went in. And everyone kind of, he gave up a lot for Christian McCaffrey. How's that worked out? I mean, obviously, they got to win a Super Bowl, which I kind of don't want them to win because then they'd be tied with the Steelers and Patriots at six. But it's hard not to root for that team. They're a fun team to watch. All right. On this day, uh, on this day in 1953, 70 years ago, the Dodgers signed a young lefty named Sandy Koufax. There he is. Uh, Sandy, who turns he turns 87 years old later this month. And I'll tell you what, I, I bet you he could still come out and throw 87. This guy hummed it in there. Um, Sandy Koufax signs with the Brooklyn Dodgers. His bonus, $14,000. $14,000. He was 18 years old, and he went on to become possibly the greatest left-hander of all time. Sadly, had to retire a little early and immediately went into the Hall of Fame. Sandy Koufax on the Dodgers, who just signed a contract with uh, Shohei Otani. For $700 million. Crazy. Do you know what Sandy Koufax's career earnings were, Ryan? I ask you. I saw this last night. Career earnings for Sandy Koufax. Uh, it's got to be less than a million, right? Because back yes, in the it 50s, is. it's less than a million? It's less than a million. Far wow. less. Wow. Um, I don't know. The, the major league minimum is like 515000 Yeah, it's a little over. It's over 500000 so, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say right there. You want to go over or under? I'll tell you. It's close to around. Is it over or under? We were betting Sandy Koufax's career earnings. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Say over four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I think it was four thirty to be exact. I looked it up last night. Four hundred thirty thousand dollars for his entire wow. career. Otani will make that in two games. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he had four no hitters, and, and that inflation was inflation isn't real. What's that? I said and inflation isn't real. Yeah. Right. Anyway, but uh, yeah. Uh, the four no hitters, you know, at the time everyone said no one will beat that, and of course Nolan Ryan now has. Uh, wow. Nolan Ryan now has seven. Like Nolan Ryan's going to come out of retirement and throw an eighth. Probably could. Four hundred and thirty-five. Four hundred thirty-five thousand dollars career earnings, and the major league minimum is a little over half a million. So some scrub shortstop that's, that's riding the bench. Wow. Is making more than Sandy Koufax made his entire career. 
Uh, speaking of baseball and money, also on this day in history, 1988 baseball signed an exclusive deal with CBS for $1.1 billion for the rights of baseball from 1990 to 1994, which was great when there was a strike in 94, no World Series. So, and, and by the way, the two years before that, we had a Canadian team winning the, the World Series. That was, that was so unpastime. It's America's pastime, and we had the Toronto Blue Jays, back-to-back World Series champs. I remember that. So in 94, technically, they were still world champs. So anyway, $1.1 billion in baseball continues to climb. Of course, it's still not the NFL. And then Ryan's favorite thing on, on this day uh, back in history. In 2021, the greatest shooter of all time, Steph Curry. Would you yeah, not the say? O- the only thing I was alive for. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. You weren't alive in 19... 19- oh, no, you weren't. All right, Steph Curry broke Ray Allen's three-point... Total three points. Is this it? This is the shot right this here. Is, that did this it? is the shot, yep. Now, you were saying how many he actually hit right here when he broke Ray Allen's record. Yeah, he broke the record with 2974 right here. So 2,974. Yep. It's been two years since then. Two years since. What do you think he's at now? Uh, 2,974. I'll say 3,240. He is at 3,496. Wow. He's almost at 3,500 career-made threes. That's insane. And his dad was a hell of a three-point shooter. He blew past him. But Ray, and Ray Allen played a long time and hit a lot of three-pointers. And Curry, he's still going. He's not, there's, no, there's no stopping him. Ray Allen played in 1,300 career games. Steph Curry's played in 903. 400 less games. And has eight, almost 800 more threes. Yeah. He's trying to push that one. He wants that one to be like. That's going to be unbranded. Cy Young's 511 yeah. wins. Curry's just going to keep. He's not going to stop. You know that. So, yeah. yeah, he's amazing. I've never seen him play live. That's one player. Uh, when I would go to L.A., I wanted to see certain players, you know, play, say, hey, I saw him play. I haven't seen Steph Curry play. Well, the, the end season tournament was my first NBA game ever, so. Oh, that's right. Oh, was it really? Yeah, I got to see LeBron in my first NBA game. That's pretty good. All right. Uh, but anyway, congratulations, Steph Curry, on this date. And lastly, we, like, we look at the National Day calendar. Uh, today, December 14th, it's World Monkey Day. Celebrates the unique characteristics of simians. They also focuses on other non-human primates, such as apes. Whatever that one is in lemurs. Tra- <laughs> what, <laughs> what are Tarsiers? Tarsier, what? Someone get Jack Hanna on the phone. What the hell is that? Someone find a picture of whatever a thing that is. Be honest, Ryan. Have you ever heard Tarsier. of that? I copy and pasted with what it said. I know. I copy and pasted too. I didn't read this last time. <laughs> I didn't realize a Tarsier. Oh, oh. It's the like a flying squirrel looking thing. Oh, it's a, well, why didn't they just say flying squirrels? Um, Would have been so much easier. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, happy Monkey Day. I don't know how you, how do you celebrate? Oh, you're supposed to do a monkey screech to celebrate Monkey Day. So uh, I'll do mine. Ooh, ah! All right, Ryan, do a monkey. <laughs> Ryan wins. Ryan, congratulations. Nice job. You won. Thank All you, right. Thank you. So uh, let's close up Frank's Fast Takes. Let's close it up. Uh... <laughs> Here it is. I don't think that's what Cardell says. There it is. All right, that's enough of that. Right, that's enough of that. Uh, that's Billy Gardell, who was on the show doing Clint Eastwood, saying cut. Instead of cut, he would say, that's enough of that. And I figured that's a good segue since he's a Pittsburgh guy. And I've seen uh, our next guest, our first guest of the day, drinking out of a Steelers mug. So we got to talk some Pittsburgh football. First time on the show. And um, hold on. Damn it. <laughs> no, I know. It's ne- Neil, I know. Neil, I, I had an intro that Chris sent me. God. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh Nostradamus goodness. said this would happen today, Neil. 
breaking news editor for Sports Thank you. Illustrated. He's the breaking news editor for Sports Illustrated. Welcome, Neil Kulong. Neil, to the show. Let me grab my head. Yeah, you should have played the Danny Nagel fumbling. No, 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 no. Don't do it. I got him. I got him. Neil, I apologize. I'm supposed to have headphones on. That, that's that's fine. This is like every woman I've ever met in my life. They're, they're not going to remember me either. So that's good. Oh, man. <laughs> Neil, wait a second. Neil, are you are you single? Let's start off with that. I am not. Okay. I am not. In fact, my wife is upstairs listening to this. Oh. And probably <laughs> my over that. Now, where are you located? Where are you sitting right now? Uh, I am uh, western suburbs of Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Oh, my God. I've been there. My aunt lived there. Um, my mom's yeah. sister, my aunt Kadell, lived in Eden Prairie. Lovely area. And Minneapolis, I think I've uh, talked about this before, well, off camera to Jeff Parles or somebody. When we were filming uh, one summer, a show I hosted, we went to a lot of state fairs, and the best food I ever had was the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, it's the best. Absolutely. I mean, that, that, that's, that's the reason you go. You oh go my God. and you sweat and you eat just a bunch of junk food and drop $200, $300 on oh my God. absolute It was the best. It was, it was so good. And then we sat, we set up, we were, we were filming Street Smarts. This is like, so this is like 2000. We were set up outside the brownie stand and every like half hour they'd, <laughs> they'd open up the oven and bring out a new batch and they would come and yep. give us some. Oh my God. And then everything's deep fried. The best hot dog we had, it had the best snap to it. Me and the cameraman, Jeff. We would snap. We we would we would judge hot dogs by the snap, and then there was a haunted house there too. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it's December. You're killing me, man. You got a long <laughs> way to go. Stay fair time. All right. So Neil, we appreciate you being on the show, and I see you drinking out of a Steelers mug. And uh, let's see the Steelers mug. Are you are you from Pittsburgh yeah. originally? You know, I am. I okay. am. My family's all from Pittsburgh. Um, I I was I was raised out there for a, li a little bit. I lived there when I was really young, and incidentally, I moved back. Um, about eight nine years ago okay. and came back to the Twin cities area uh fairly recently so I, I bounce around a little bit but uh home is home is minneapolis st paul okay. um, my immediate family all lives here but uh i really kind of went between the two all my life but uh diehard steelers guy um cradle to cradle to grave you know i'll, <laughs> what, I'll, I'll what, never pass that up. <laughs> what part of pittsburgh were you in um, my, my mom was from, um, Crafton. My dad grew up on the North side. Okay. Um, oh, just wow. when I moved back, I lived in moon township. Well, see now my dad is from the North side as well. Woods run right really? there. Yeah. McClure Avenue right there. It's by the, the penitentiary, right. the state pen. Okay. Yep. So yep. when I was a kid, my dad would tell me that, that there used to be an electric chair in the state penitentiary. And when he was a kid that he'd be, <laughs> he'd be in bed and the lights would dim when they were killing someone right down the street in the electric chair. And it uh, turns out that was total bull. My dad, my dad totally made that up. My, my one uncle's like, he's like, that's not true. He goes, it was probably our mom just turning the lights out to, for us to go to bed. But he would scare his little brothers and say, oh, they're killing someone down at the penitentiary. That would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so, love that. I, I might even try to find a way to work that into yeah. my day-to-day. -day. <laughs> there you go. And the state pen, that's the same state pen on the north side, I think, that Ben Stiller used to film that show, The Escape from uh, Purdue, whatever, that escape show some escape prison hbo show anyway with him and benicio del toro anyway so let's talk about the steelers while you have the cup up you are breaking news guy mike tomlin's still the coach uh mitch, is mitch trubisky still starting on on saturday against the colts from what we've heard yes yes now what, what you uh what you want to do with that is uh <laughs> up to you not uh i i i don't know how much of a difference there really is to be honest um we, we didn't see great things from Kenny Pickett. We didn't see great things from Mitch Trubisky, to, to put it mildly, um, last year or this year, for that matter. I, I think, by and large, though, the real issue is 
could anybody? Could you get 1984 Joe Montana to make hay in this offense? I'm not sure that you really could. So it, it's it, it's a work in progress, to put it mildly. I think it's something that's going to have to be blown up this offseason. Um, and the, the quarterback play right now is not enough. I'm just not fully convinced. Uh, they don't have enough ability with who they have to do something um, with a better scheme. And yeah. that, that really has kind of been the anchor that's held him back for – it pretty much since Ben Roethlisberger uh, blew out his elbow back in 2019, uh, they, they, just, they don't have a schematic advantage over anybody. Uh, and now I, I would add to it. Talent is kind of an issue. It's something they're going to have to address this off season as well, but uh, they, they're, they've positioned themselves to be able to do that. They're going to need to find a new offensive coordinator uh, for the first time in 140 years or whatever it is. They, they uh, parted with a coordinator uh, in the middle of a season. And I think if you were to pick one in all that time, this would be a good one to, to nominate <laughs> uh, for that honor. So yeah. the, the, you're hoping the search is, is wide, uh, goes beyond just the staff and they find the right person uh, to, to bring some life into a team that just hasn't scored points at all. It really, it, it's, it's been so hard to watch, as you know. And, and of course, Roethlisberger has his own podcast and he's been saying, you know, the Steeler way, he doesn't see it there other than on defense. You got Hayward, you got Minka. And you have TJ, but he says on offense, no one's grabbing the face mask and keeping these guys in check. He's probably right. I mean, it just, I, they just, they just, I mean, this is the Tomlin thing. They don't come out prepared. Those two home games they lost to the Cardinals and uh, to the Patriots, those, those are just two really bad losses. Those will live in infamy. Oh, my God. We're not going to stop talking about those for a long time. Oh, my God. Talking like the, the, the Tebow game level. You oh. know, we're, we're not going to forget about it. In Denver. And yeah. In, in, a, in all honesty, I, I don't know. Um, I, I looked, in fact, just going off um, fan intuition, you know, gut reaction, looking back over the schedule, finding two consecutive losses that yeah. I could remember uh, feeling the way that I did over these two. And frankly, it's not yeah. even close. I know. They're, I they're two miserable games back to back. I can think like when we lost to the Raiders a few times, like when Terrell Pryor had like an 80 or 90 yard run. That was a terrible loss. <laughs> no, and that was, that was on. It. Uh, yeah, and, game. yeah, and unleashing hell, you know, that whole thing in December when he said we're going to unleash hell and they lost every game. All right, let's move on from the Steelers. Tonight we have a Monday Night Football game, Thursday, or Thursday Night Football game on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's right down the street from us, Neil. Uh, what's the reason we should watch this game, the Chargers versus Raiders tonight? Uh, the line's still three. Is it three and a half, Raiders? Three. And a, three. It's three just five. three. It's an even three at home. Uh, and Al Michaels has to watch the game, but he's getting a million dollars, so he'll, he'll watch it and indulge us all. Um, but boy, that's going to be an ugly game to watch. I, I don't suppose I can convince any of you to tune in to watch Bison Legend Easton Stick make yes. his make his career start. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll go with that. Go Bison. No um, wait, did you did you go there? I did. Oh come I did. on! I did. I did. Oh my um, God, we've been three, talking about Easton Stick. Yes, days. Okay. <clears throat> Easton, Easton. It, it was it was funny. I mean, this is how spoiled we are as as Bison fans. Uh, we booed him. He was the one who really didn't get it done. Um, in, in comparison to the guys who are out there now, you, you wish Easton Stick was back there. He was a, a very effective FCS quarterback. And, and fun trivia for you as, as a Steelers guy, um, name the quarterback who beat him out for the, the FCS Heisman, the Player of the Year award his senior season was one Devlin Duck Hodges. Oh, Duck Hodges. I, I was trying to think back. I'm like, wait, who did the Steelers come? Maybe undrafted. Free? Duck Hodges, who's dating some country singer still, right? She, he's dating. Really? I, I, yeah, he's I, dating I, this country girl. Like, is it Leanne Morgan or something? Or Jay-Z, Chasey Chain or Chain, something like that. Some cute little girl. She's dating. Yeah. Lainey when, Wilson. Lainey Wilson. There you go. I was Lainey close. Wilson. 
Yeah, and when she yeah. performed, she yeah. came, when she performed in Pittsburgh, she came out in a Duck Hodges jersey. Everyone's like, hey, where the hell did she get a <laughs> Duck Hodges? Two or three Duck Hodges jerseys. <laughs> so like, she goes, well, she must know him if she's got his jersey because I didn't see that in the pro shop, the Duck Hodges. I, but, boy, we grasped at that. We loved him for a while there, didn't we? It, it's, you know, you make that it, probably a, a similar comparison to Tommy Maddox back in the day. Oh, yeah. You know? He was in, selling in insurance. The, in the yeah. desert. Yeah. The oasis of water looks like something you want to drink. And at that <laughs> point, Duck Hodges was the oasis in the desert compared to <laughs> Ben. Ben was not coming back no. for a year. You knew that. But the way Mason Rudolph played, I mean, you might point out that he got knocked across the Allegheny by Earl Thomas. And I don't <laughs> think he was right for the rest of the season. I don't but think he was. He had, he had some, some terrible games. Hodges came in and just did some things. He only yeah. made one, two plays a game. Yeah. Um, but he didn't screw it up. And yeah. and the team was able to win and, and rally behind easily the, the most physically deficient player in the NFL. <laughs> there, <laughs> there, there's something inspiring about that. Yeah. You know, he's got kind of a fun nickname and you get behind it, but you know, and then maybe maybe this is Easton Stick to transition this back to the game. Um in, nice. in the NFL, and yeah. we're seeing this probably more this season than any other, the, the new quarterbacks, the guys that haven't played with the team or have gotten very limited uh, exposure anywhere, they're coming in and they're making hay right away because uh, the teams that have them have been coaching them up and they're able to find things that they can do and put them out there to go do it. Whereas the defense has never seen him. Yeah. You know, call it the Josh Dobbs effect. You know, Josh Dobbs does pretty well in Minnesota. We've seen Dobbs play, but not with Kevin O'Connell. You're not exactly sure what you're getting with him. But in, in, in with that, it's enough to keep your opponent at bay and able to, to kind of do, you know, I don't want to call it sleight of hand exactly, but you, you have an advantage in terms of surprise against your opponent now nobody has seen easton stick right okay they, they're not going back to watch the the 2019 uh fcs championship <laughs> game the scout easton i don't even know if that's the last game he played uh, is there even footage that of that no, I'm yeah, it, it, i don't think anybody else watched it either but it, you're you're not going to pick up a whole lot from that so what are the chargers going to do to say nothing of the fact that it's been five years since he was even in college they don't the raiders don't have any idea what yeah. they're going to do and don't don't give me Brandon Staley. Well, we didn't change anything. You changed a lot if Justin <laughs> Herbert was your quarterback last week, and now now uh, Easton Stick is your quarterback. Nobody else knows who this guy is. Okay, it's just that that's the simple fact. So it, it, I think to some degree, it's interesting to watch what a team will do uh, structurally with that new quarterback. And with Stick, he's he's a veteran. They know him. It's the only team he's played on. Um, they're going to come out firing. I think. I, I think Los Angeles is going to win this uh, fairly comfortably. In fact, I, I didn't know what the line was. It's three. It's, yeah, three points. Vegas by three. I'll, I'll take that all day. It, it, Los Angeles. I, I think they they can and should win that game. I like it. Now, how did you get involved with Sports Illustrated? I mean, what? A, I mean, growing up, Sports Illustrated. I've talked about it when I was a kid. You could order posters. It was like three for fifteen dollars. You check these boxes yeah. and you mail them in. So I, I was an SI subscriber forever, and uh, that's a really cool job to have. So tell us how you you arrived there. Um, a lot of luck, a lot of <laughs> luck. Uh, <laughs> never hurts. Never hurts. It, it, it's it's a long story. Um, it, to be totally honest, there are a lot of a lot of people who look like me who can do what I do. Um, <laughs> I, I don't I don't try to pretend it's anything other than that. I just always kind of said to myself as a very, very low-end journalist when I graduated North Dakota State North Dakota University, State. <laughs> uh, 
job working at a, a godforsaken newspaper in northeastern Iowa. And it's even worse than it sounds. <laughs> uh, if I was ever going to get anywhere in this business and looking back, I think looking back on it, I just wanted to cover college. I wasn't even sure what I wanted to do. Um, and that that's print newspaper. But the one thing that I said was I, the odds are so stacked against anybody in this field and it's not talent. Um, it, it's, it's opportunity. They're just simply, or now you look at the NFL at that point, say that there are two beat reporters for 32 NFL teams. There are 64 of those jobs. I, I go to a newspaper convention and I meet 500 guys at my exact skill level, experience <laughs> level that look exactly like I do. There's what, you know, draw from a hat. Yeah. I mean, there, there's really no other way to do it. So my thought was, I'm not sure how far ahead of this I'm even going to get. And I got out of it. I got tired of it. I didn't want to cover high school track anymore. I, I just wanted to, to go do something else. So I, I got into uh, mortgages, um, financial services, and uh, I, I wrote on the side. There was this fancy new thing that had just come up. This is how old I am. <laughs> right. called a, a blog. Right. And with that, I, I found like the, the perfect fit for me. I, I loved just writing what I wanted to write. And back wow. then, too, also dating myself that the kids won't understand at all. They, we could publish immediately. I could look at it immediately. In right. fact, I could see how many people were reading the article at a time. I can't tell you what that did for my ego. It, yeah. it hasn't worked <laughs> Super, super cool. I loved the process of figuring out why people are reading what they're reading. So with that, I really got into SEO, um, digital marketing. Uh, and along with that, I always had a very strong passion for the NFL. I loved football. I was a diehard Steelers fan. They were good back then, so it was really easy to to, to get into it. The the beginning of the Roethlisberger era, um, I, I had the means, the motive, and the opportunity, and I, I got pretty knowledgeable as far as SEO went. I learned how the business worked, and from there, no exaggeration, I got insanely lucky. I got yeah. hooked up with the right people at the right time. I made the most of the opportunity um, that that I had, and I literally wake up every day saying that there are 40 million people that could replace me. So <laughs> I've got to do something to, to make value today. I need to show why I'm employed here today. And I, I don't look at, you know, what I'm doing now. I look at, you know, try to, to, to keep where I am and progress it, get better, recognize the fact that there are that many great people. That, of, keeps, you, um, that keeps you hungry though. Yeah. That's good that you, yeah, I mean, I think that's absolutely. nothing recognizing that the, yeah, there's, if you see a job opportunity and you grab it, you got to hold on to it, right? And Ryan, by the way, a web blog was a blog. It was a web blog. <laughs> he's only blog. he's twenty three years old. I remember the first time I heard yeah, blog. He has, he has no clue. Do you know what blogs age. are? I know what blogs are. Yeah, I had to I had to make some for classes. Did you have Wi Fi your entire life? Um, the fact not, that you don't know the answer well, means as long you as I can out. remember. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. There was a world without Wi-Fi. Oh my god! Remember the the you go to Blockbuster Video and get the AOL oh, yeah. free hours yep. CD-ROM, yep. and neither one of those exist anymore. Uh, go ahead, Ryan. Stack those I'm up. old enough for like Blockbuster. Of them. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I I just wanted to ask, what was the the Shohei situation like for you, um, with with everything that needed to be hush hush and all the rumors that were circulating? What was that like for Sports Illustrated? That's a fantastic question. You, you know, I, one thing I would love to do one of these days, if I could get you know, the, the editorial overlords to, to sign off on such a thing. I would love to show the running dialogue of <laughs> a breaking news staff yeah. while all this is going on, because in all honesty, it's some of the most entertaining, funny stuff you're ever going to see. 
I, I can't reveal a whole lot, but let's just say <laughs> we've, we've been to this rodeo before <laughs> we've seen this kind of stuff and it, you're not looking for a joke, but it's more like, we can't go with this. So we're not going to, you know, we, we can't run with it, but wow, what an A for effort on this one. You're really stretching this out. You have no clue what you're talking about. Do you? You're not connected to this. And then the, the rumors and everything, we even said at one point, this plane, like there, there's going to be like, you know, Bozo the Clown is going to jump out of it or something. You well, know, it was a guy from Shark Tank. Yeah, it was Robert Hitchcock from Shark Tank. We were joking about it. And that's exactly what happened. Because when you sit back from a distance, and I, I want to say as well, the, the transactional reporters, the high-level transactional reporters, it is such an insanely difficult job. It, yeah. it, it is They get paid for it. Don't get me wrong. They're making 80 times what I'm making. But they are used, and they know they're being used. In situations like this, their professional credibility is on the line, and they probably know that this stuff isn't going anywhere, but they have to come up with whatever. They have to find the angle that people are going to read and advance this story minute to minute. And it's next to impossible to do because, as we saw in this situation, they orchestrated it perfectly. They knew exactly what they were going to do. It was as if they had a script, and they're going to use every uh, transactional journalist that is following this within an inch of its life to further what they're trying to do. And when you sit back, it, it's it, again, you know, I, I, I am beneath these people. I'm not trying to, to denigrate them at all. But when you see all of it happening in real time, and in many cases, it's like, wow, you, you, you feel bad for them. They're making idiots of themselves because there's no <laughs> way. This is right. We can't run any. We're going to just wait because we don't know. It's either going to be Shohei announcing it or it's going to be the team that, that ultimately he signs with announcing it. Yep. This is not going to be leaked to any one reporter. It's too big. Yeah. So you, you sit back and watch all of it. Um, you have a lot of fun. You, you get the popcorn out and, and <laughs> well, like, honestly, that's more or less well, honestly, what we did. Honestly, it was, he was a Blue Jay. Like I saw that report in the morning. It was like Toronto Blue Jays. And I went, oh, okay. Because the Dodgers are my second favorite team. I mean, I, I followed the Dodgers a lot because I lived in LA. So Pirates, of course, Neil, my favorite baseball team, which is a thankless job. Are you a Pirates fan or are you a Twins guy? I, I, I'm a Twins guy. Okay. I'm a that's, twin guy. Twin, twins at least have won a couple World Series since 1979. What, 87, and, 87 and 91? <laughs> Ken Herbeck. I loved Ken Herbeck as a kid. And, yeah. And by the way, Jack Morris, holy crap. Jack Morris was number 47. He was on it. He yeah. was, yeah, yeah. Jack Morris, today's our 47th show. That in, that game he pitched in game seven, he went 10 innings, right? Didn't he go 10? 10 innings. Because he refused to be taken yeah, out. He, he told like, Tom Kelly, right? Physical harm on Tom Kelly. Yeah. Like, I will kill you. Yeah, you I've read that. Yeah. I'm and, not leaving. So you'll be dead and then I'm going to continue <laughs> pitching. So don't bother. <laughs> and the police will come out. That's a, and, that's a man. That's and when, a competitor. Yeah. And when Jack Morris, and Jack Morris, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, won the most games in the 80s for the Tigers. I think, you know, they, he had the most yeah, wins probably. for a pitcher, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was with the Tigers. I know it was the Tigers. But anyway, when it was borderline if Jack Morris is a Hall of Famer or not, first of all, he led an entire decade in wins. That puts you close. Then he has two World Series. or three. I know he won with Detroit in 84, and then he won that game. And just for that game alone, that should put somebody over the top. And I know he didn't get in on his first yep. ballot, right? It, it took him a he while. Yeah, I mean, it took him a while. I remember it, going to work a little bit. Yeah, I'm like, how is Jack Moore that that because I that's when I started watching a lot of baseball starting in maybe, you know, 78, 79. So I remember the Tigers and Jack Morris with that. I could see his motion now. The fact oh, that yeah. he was borderline. So I'm, anyway, you're a Twins fan. I don't even know uh, where I was going. It tears my eyes yeah. thinking about the 91 World Series. You, you don't I was I was what, 10 years old. You, you don't get 
Gene Larkin? Was it Gene you'll, Larkin? You'll never. Gene Larkin had yeah. the 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 sack the, fly. The, uh, sack fly. Would have yeah. been a sack fly. Yeah, right. Single. Yeah, technically right. Um, it, it, you're not going to ever see better sports drama than that. Yeah. And I checked that box at age ten. I yeah. both love that and hate it at the same time. Well, the Pirates uh, won when I was ten, so there you go. We have that in common, and that'll be the last World Championship I ever see them win. <laughs> It's going to be tough when there are teams now paying guys considerably more than your entire roster. It might be a little bit difficult to uh, to compete in that space. So there's no competitive balance problem in, in professional. Little baseball. Space. And we need a we need a we need a we need a floor. They need a salary cap, a salary floor. Um. So how do you how do you approach your day? You wake up and say, all right, I kind of breaking news. Like, what are some? I don't give out your sources, but what's what's your mindset when you wake up in the morning? Like, all right, I gotta I gotta find something out. Or how do you do that? Um. It's kind of embarrassing. You know the truth. I, I wake up every day and what I, I say to myself, earn it. Oh, there you go. Uh, what do I need to do to earn it today? Uh, that's literally an everyday thing. Um, I've, I've gotten myself into the habit of that. And I, I get up early. Um, there are other life things that come with that that I need to get up early. But for me, it was always the, the bulk of what I did um, in, in the blog space, when I was kind of, you know, learning and building everything up, I, I ran a couple different, uh, Steelers websites over the years. One of them behind the steel curtain with SB nation. I read it all the time. Um, you had an absolute blast. I don't know if I'll ever enjoy work as much as I did when I did that. And it was, I had roughly two hours to go from when I got up to when I needed to leave to work. I, I still had a nine to five. Um, it, every day I, I made, it, I made coffee. I blasted. <laughs> how, this, how long ago this was? I had an iPod. I blasted <laughs> heavy metal music, oftentimes Metallica on, on my iPod. And I just cranked. I wrote as many stories as I could about whatever it was. And it got to a point where, um, that, that rush just became sort of like, this is what I did. This is my habit every single morning. So, um, I don't have to go that hard. I don't have a clock going anymore. It, it, it's not, you know, huh. I, I'm not that invested in uh, a team anymore. So I, I keep the spirit of it alive. I, I enjoy getting up. Um, I'm an early morning guy. I, I, I like coffee. I like Metallica. <laughs> so, um, I, whatever, you know, the, the, the pattern kind of changes up a little bit here and there, but by and large, it's earn it. You, you got to earn this today. What are you going to do? So typically what I do now, I'm looking over our, our results from the, the previous night because you know, right. getting up early means you got to go to bed early. Um, it, I, I have old man sleeping habits. <laughs> um, I look at what the team did last night, edit what's needed. Uh, I look at our stats, our numbers, uh, get a sense for the flagpoles of the day, the temples of the day, which is you know what events are, are coming up. Um, you get a sense of what's going on, and then I just kind of you know throw out, uh, I like to think of them as nudges. Um, you know, do this, do that, don't do this, you know, whatever it is, um, kind of make sure that you're, you're calling out some direction, uh, try to go at things from the 10,000 foot level. This is what we're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this. This is what we did last night. Good job. We could do better, you know, whatever it is, awesome. guide them in not a, a micromanaging kind of way, but look at the results and, and try to steer that to, to whatever direction we're going. And then I, I read voraciously. Yeah. I, I tell the staff this all the time. A lot of younger guys on there. If you want to work in media, if you want to work in this business, the absolute one thing you need to do constantly, not even 10 minutes a day, all the time, every day is read. You need to know everything that you can. I, I'll be the first to admit I'm a heavy football guy. Yeah. I, I know 
ask me about the 1991 twins, I'll be able to tell you that. Um, I've had to catch up a lot in, in a lot of other sports. So I, I spent a lot of time uh, learning how they're covered, uh, who obviously the, the, the key players are, um, different rules and regulations, like they learn all the Otani stuff. I just spent like six hours figuring out how all that worked. Wow. I'm a dork. Though. I love that kind of thing. I think it's really <laughs> cool. The structure that they set up. I wanted to learn about it, but um, it's, you have to constantly be at the edge. You have to constantly work to improve and understand um, not just your craft, but what you're covering. Sure. So you put all that together and you read good writers, you read average writers, you read people who are across everything, uh, gain as much as you can, and then see how you can apply uh, whatever it is and what else you need to do uh, to make your team better. That's the, that's solid the advice. Solid advice. And I think we, uh, we got a title for your book when you retire, you can write it. It's called coffee and Metallica. Here you go. <laughs> coffee and Metallica. Yeah. That's how I got you. And what hat are you wearing? I've been so curious. What hat are you wearing? Back the old Adidas hat. Oh, just okay. The three stripes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought maybe it was a team. This morning. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, I started following you. You followed me back. I, I went through a lot of your tweets. Very entertaining. Very interesting stuff. So listen, we loved having you on the show. I know Chris Andrews uh, introduced you, uh, introduced us to each other and you made your debut and we'd love to have you back. You were great, Neil. And who wins the Super Bowl this year? Oh, you're going to ask me that. You're going to put this on me now. Give me conference um, champs. Conference champs. Conference champs, to be honest with you, I, the AFC is so up in the air. I hate to say the Ravens today. I know. Uh, because they're the one that's there, uh, and we've seen frog each other all the time. But uh, they have the most balance. I, I, you know, they're not incredibly consistent, but you're not seeing consistent play from anybody else. Yep. Um, I, I like the Ravens right now. And beyond that, I don't, you know, I, I said at the beginning of the year, San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how anybody beats that team. And I those, think they are. And those two balance. teams, and those two teams are the colors of the logo, which would fall in place with the last two years. Uh, purple and red. They also play against each other next week. Oh, that's right. That's going to be a good game. Monday, Monday night. A Monday uh, night football game. Yeah, three games Monday night for Christmas Day. Oh, my God. It's Baltimore Niners? Yep. Oh, my God. It's Ravens Niners, the late game. Oh, my God. That's also, I remember the late game on Christmas one year. I had drank a bit. And that was when Mike Tomlin uh, kind of went on, went on the, remember the, the kick return? And he was kind of standing on the sideline. And he almost wanted I to trip. Well. Yeah, he wanted to almost trip the guy. That was Chris. We're like, ah, oh, we'd been drinking all day. We're like, Mike Tomlin. Ask me, ask me offline. I've heard a lot of different things about that. There are okay. a, lot of, a lot of opinions that are given there. But, but <laughs> Tomlin, didn't, Tomlin didn't try to do it, but he was making a point. Yeah. What he was saying is, I told you to kick the ball the other way. You didn't. <laughs> He's coming right here. So I'm going to show you that it's coming right here and that I was right. He wanted to get it in the film, but wow. really oh, didn't that's awesome. how far on the field he was. And that's excellent. I, I, don't, I don't think it was intentional, but okay. I, I think it was intentional to, to stand coaches. Yeah. <laughs> the way that he was because it's so deliberate. The way he just kind of yeah. sets down, he looks angry yeah. more than anything. And he's staring but he didn't up at the. Truly, he was that far out of the field. And he's staring. He's staring at the diamond. But he knows yeah. the guy's running right over his yeah. shoulder. It's such exactly. classic. That was a Christmas present into one itself. Uh, Neil, thank you so much. Makes and what, how do we follow you? What is? We'll, we'll, what, it's at Neil Cooling, right? Uh, at Neil Cooling. Yep. N e a l c o o l o n g. I don't think there are any other Neil Cooling. I don't Kulong, think so. so. Search any variation of those. I, I think I come up somewhere. All right, very entertaining. Now, we're going to take a break. We're going to look at Thank some you, live Neil. comments when we come back. And Jeff Parles is here to talk about whatever we want. That's what Jeff says. Jeff, what do you want to talk about? Whatever you want. Neil, excellent job. Thank you, my friend. Go Twins, go Bucks, go Steelers. See ya. Once you've satisfied your hunger, get ready for more of the hottest casino games in Vegas. 
Our 24-hour, 30-table non-smoking poker room proudly hosts all the most popular poker games with a variety of betting limits. Visit the poker room for a schedule of daily tournaments. Whether you're going to hold them or fold them, the best place for poker is at South Point Casino. You'll notice that our craps tables are usually the loudest in the casino. If you've never played, join one of our free craps lessons to find out what makes this game so exciting. Check with the craps dealer for schedules and give it a roll. Bingo is also an exciting way to spend your time. We offer seven sessions of bingo every day. And each session includes a cash ball jackpot, 12 bingo games, a progressive double action game, and a $10,000 bonus coverall. Electronic units are available. If you haven't played bingo with us, give it a try today. Guests can also get in on the action at our one-of-a-kind race and sports books. Two separate rooms designed to maximize your experience and comfort. Our sports book, with over 400 seats, puts you right in the middle of the action, 24 hours a day. The friendly ticket writers are happy to help, and it's conveniently located next to the famous Del Mar Deli, where you'll find supersized portions of delicious deli items like roast beef, pastrami, and Reuben sandwiches, or soups, salads, and pizza, plus spectacular desserts fit for a king. And right next door is the race book, over 150 seats, each with its own TV screen. There are 16 interactive player terminals, so you can bet right from your seat. Yeah, uh, Neil Kulong, uh, great, great guest. Thank you, Chris, set that up. What an informative guy. Just motivating, just work. You know, it's totally like it is. You got to work. You got to work. Got to uh, Let's take a look at the live comments. And Sean pointed out that Reno Paul did hit his parlay last night, which was Brandon, Brandon Ingram over Brandon Ingram McCollum. over 24 and a half. Yeah, CJ McCollum over two and a half, three-pointers made. Right. And then tonight Both he kind of likes, uh, he's got a football parlay. Hunter Renfro, Michael Mayer, and Jake uh, Jacoby Myers. All Raiders. All Raiders over two and a half receptions each. Yep. Well, you know, Aaron Dolan, who I, I, I've heard of, is, she, she was saying take O'Connell's over on the, on the pass attempts, 30. Well, Neil liked the, liked the Chargers. He thinks that they'll be able yeah, to put up the Chargers very would, easily. Would yeah. easily. Yeah. So, all right. Well, before I bring in our, our regular Thursday guest, um, Joey B, he said, Neil, when will Metallica play the Sphere? But he also said, Jeff Parle's segment next, LFG. You know what that means? Can't wait to meet Jeff in person when I come to Vegas at some point. Wow. There you go. I, I mean, Joey's been threatening to come here for at least two years. Now, so, <laughs> so I'm not holding my breath on that. It's Jeff Parles, ladies and gentlemen, from Sports by the Book. <laughs> now, you know Joey B. Jo uh, I don't you know, know him at all. You don't all know him personally. No. Uh, he's, he, he used to, uh, what was it, the, the middle, uh, Aton Shander, uh, Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks. Uh, did a show out of Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when that show split, but those guys were. That was a great trio of guys uh, doing that show out of Philly. I did that with a previous gig of my, to a previous previous gig of mine. Okay. Uh, 2020, 2021 did spots and then that's how I I know about Joey B, who was a big Colorado State. You're pointing over here. What's over well, here? Well, I'm pointing oh. to your laptop, which has the comments <laughs> I'm like, here. Frank. I'm like, you paying a steak? No, 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 right? Point. No, to your, yeah. all the comments are in front. Of, I don't have. I only have my phone in front of yeah, me. Yeah, and he, who would be a better team roping mate, Frank McCormick or Parles? 
So, because you know, we have the team roping the roping competition here at the South Point. I, I think it just has to be me because I'm bigger than. Yeah, that. I would take. Yeah. I would think. I think Jeff, that's the, I'll give it. To I, Jeff. I think that's the only the only reason. Yeah. I don't. He, be, he, he is more. He is more uh, strength per capita, though. Right. <laughs> but I don't know. I think you're out there. I think I, I, he's the, he he does the legs. A healer, as yeah. as Steve Saltworth yep. taught us yesterday. Yeah, healer. Totally doing everything wrong. What? Team roping is they just go like that. No, team roping is when they rope a cowboy. They oh, they just oh, they're just twirling. Yeah, nobody can stop. <laughs> we have to go. You're over learning this. things every I day. Know, here, I know. Frank. I am learning. <laughs> I'm learning that I have to look at the monitor before I take a drink sometimes too. Because I'll I'll go like this. I didn't realize I'm on. I'm like, <laughs> I look. Up I don't know. I think that I, I think that's a good look for you. In all honesty, just just as ugly eye. as humanly possible. Just get it on there. It's great stuff. There it is. It's great stuff. So um, anyway, Joey B. Jeff is here. Jeff. Yeah. Just miles away from here. Another primetime Raider game. What do you think of this game? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at Jeff just blankly. I know. Can we even? Uh, poor Al Michaels. He's getting a million dollars to call it. Well, first off, this is, a, this is, thankfully for Al, he's coming to one of his favorite cities in America. He loves talking about, he yeah, loves doing so, the telecast. So, and so, legally, now he can. And it's easy, obviously, to live in Los Angeles his whole adult uh, every, adult life right. since we're going to the, we know he's a huge la kings fan by the way i well. didn't know that uh yeah he, they, they kept showing him when they won that because they the kings won those cups uh they beat the devils and they beat the rangers within three years of each other the yeah. one they, when they beat the devils because you, you lived in la yeah i did yeah, I mean, I the kings were awful 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 Forever. for all those times and then Except all, for that of, era and and then all of a sudden awful. won two out of three cups. Yeah. Even though that, that 2012 cup, they were the eighth seed and had like the most dominant run yeah. to win the Stanley Cup of all time. And then they ripped Ryan's well, heart out when they yeah, won they the were, second one. They were gifted by uh, Nick Letty, who tipped, Still the, bitter. tipped the puck. Yeah, past Corey Crawford. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, no, they, I hated this is Nick a dream moment for him. But, uh, but, but for this one tonight, first off, this is a terrible game. Yeah, it's a terrible it's game. It's a terrible game. <laughs> for, it really for, is. For, Let's just for, get that for out of number one. And we love and, the NFL, and, and, but it's, it's terrible. Fun, and it's funny because last week we looked at last week and we said, that's a terrible <laughs> game too. And that actually ended up being okay. To be a good and game. in all honesty, last Thursday spurred what, and Alex isn't here right now, but Alex and I were watching all the games in here on, on Sunday. And, right. the, and the thing that it just kept coming back to is, None of this makes any sense. This <laughs> None of this. It was the most illogical week that I can remember in the NFL that got capped off by Monday where our guy, Tommy DeVito, Tommy DeVito. NFC play, Offensive Player of the Week he as well. It. And Zach Wilson got in the AFC. Look, as, we all, yeah, as we all expected. <laughs> um, and, then, and then Miami becoming the first team in 768 tries to blow a 14-point lead in the last three minutes, three minutes to Will Levis of all guys. Uh, it's just a bizarre week. So this kicks off with Stick and O'Connell, which yeah. is just dreadful. I'm actually, I, I I know the Raiders would need about a zillion things to happen around them to even be alive for the playoffs. Right. But I'm a little surprised Garoppolo isn't starting tonight. I was surprised. That, uh, that I, I'm a little named, surprised yeah. after what happened on Sunday, yeah. which was the first ever <laughs> indoor 3 nothing game in NFL history. Jesus. The lowest. Was it really? Yeah, I never. I really because it, yeah, it wasn't the weather. It was the, lo it was the lowest scoring indoor game in NFL history. Oh my gosh! At three nothing, um, and quite frankly, I wish it, it landed nothing. It would have been that would have been better. Yeah, yeah. it would have been, been the first one since World War II. There was a nothing nothing game. I remember that game. Uh, yes, uh, Lions Giants. <laughs> the only wow, reason I know that is because we looked it up, and we were. I was going to make a joke about, about Vinny's age, but <laughs> decided against it. Uh, but um, I can't even do that. Vinny's not going to be on the show today. He can't, he can't even <laughs> defend himself today. Uh, but I actually like the Chargers in this game because, and and there's so no, deal, yeah. there, 
there's no real rationale other than Justin Herbert's out, Keenan Allen's out, the Chargers are toast, so it makes perfect sense if they win a road game uh, that against a team that is still attempting to win some games. Yeah. So that's the only reason. There's no real reason. I'm not going <laughs> to bet this game. No. Uh, this total I, This total has been bet up, right? Is it 32? Right? What do I mean, we have? 33 on? to 34 and a half now, right, wow, Ryan? That's I, I mean, I, like what? <laughs> like, People, we saw last yeah. week with the 30 go over in the first half and we're blindly right. betting this over. Opened at 34, went down to 33 and a half and back up to 34 and a half. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm not t- – I'm not t- I, if you made me bet it, I would bet the over. I'd also bet Easton sticks rushing yards over as well. Oh, what is it? Uh, uh, I, Ryan, can you give me an, an updated number on that? Because uh, 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 is he a runner? Because I know nothing. I don't have well, a book on Easton. To give him credit, he is the leading passer in North Dakota State history. He has the most passing touchdowns in North Dakota State history, and he has the most rushing touchdowns in North Dakota. Yes, yeah, no, he can move. He okay. can move. Is I that mean, what Trey Lance went? That was Trey Lance and Carson right. went. And Carson went. So That's he was the guy in between the two. Yeah, they were dominant. They've had that so, run where they've won. So, uh, look, Easton Stick was unbelievable. That was uh, North Dakota State's program, as, as we know. What are they? They're, not, they're buff? The, no. They're the bison. 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 So you say it like that. Bison. They get, they get mad at you if you say bison. Oh, they went the yeah. Z. Yeah. They go, they pronounce it like a Z. They got the Riz. Zaga. They got Riz. They got uh, Jerry, Jerry's happy. He got Riz in, in, in the mention today. <laughs> uh, see, you're giving a hook of horns. He's got Riz for, for, Riz. for Jerry today. I thought he was uh, out of college football when Puddles. When Puddles went out, I thought Jerry was no longer. I, well, he actually, in all honesty, what we're going to end up learning one of these days is that Jerry sandbagged us all. Yeah. And actually was Puddles the duck in another life. <laughs> That's what's going to end up happening here. See, he, he knows. He knows. Ryan, do we have an updated number on? Uh, I can't find his rushing lines. I can all find right, I'm going to have to pull up one. I'm going to have to pull up one. Now, why are you t- because because he ran the his football out of North Dakota State? No, because I because he's going to be running for his life for Max Crosby. Th- that's what it yeah, is right. more than anything, <laughs> and I I just don't think he's going to be comfortable to throw. Right, exactly. Um, he's not going right. to. He's, he's Sean gonna says panic. it's nineteen and a half. Nineteen and a half. Yeah, that's that that's uh, that's actually what I what I took. Well, you know me loving today, a prop so, bet, so I like so that. I, I, the way that people on Twitter were talking about it, I thought it would have been better for like twenty four and a half. So, oh, because oh, people are uh, saying that's people the love it. People, the people love it today, Frank. I got which means usually that usually when it's a community play like that, it's usually not very good. But I like that. I like that pick though. But uh, you know, it's it's going to be a horrible football game. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be also again like. We all know this. We live here. We've lived here since, except for you. I'm Jim. I've, li- I've, lived, I've lived here since the Raiders moved to town. I've never seen a game on the resale market sub $100 per ticket, and we were there as of this morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're still currently there. Yeah, I was curious what the market but was. But th- yeah. that is the lowest. And now, granted, it's the perfect storm. The game's terrible. It's a Thursday night. The Chargers are the one fan base that doesn't exist. Yeah. So <laughs> anywhere. So, so it, it's a perfect storm of being able to get those tickets under a hundred dollars. So, I mean, if you're I looking like you to go could, to an NFL game for cheap and Vegas for like cheaper and Vegas, show up and someone though, might give you money to take the tickets. Better than the Carolina Panther Atlanta Falcon game this morning. That at one point there was a ticket on StubHub for on sen- on sale for sixty five cents. Are you serious? Yes. It's now up to nine 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 dollars and ninety five cents, but the transaction six, fees, of course, yeah, will be but, but, twenty dollars. Uh, yeah, all the transaction fees yeah. will be quadruple more than that. that yeah, more. exactly. But, but uh, yeah, poor poor Carolina. Who's well, I haven't been really inside the, that stadium tonight. Might be a good time to go. Yeah, but I mean, I'm really I mean, kinda, why not take it? Take an Uber. Well, down Thursday there. night. I mean, you got friends is on Every, and yeah. Cheers, Cheers, <laughs> Seinfeld reruns. Seinfeld. Too. I mean, so that's go the, on. That's uh, must-see TV. Is that still the NBC lineup? I'm not sure. Uh, by Maybe. the way, Joey B wants to clarify. He said, I'm just a fan of Parles and his betting odds shows. Him and Alex do a great job. Just a fan, no more, no less. Okay, so that's He's not good a stalker enough. or anything. Oh, no, I don't know. He's definitely... 
I, definitely not. Definitely watches the show. And watches def, your def, show. Definitely not a stalker. We're no, no, I, I, subscribers. I what are we at right now? Sixty-one. Six, yeah. All right. So we need one hundred and thirty-nine more so Frank can give away a, a need prize. Yeah. We don't know what said prize is yet, That's, but we will. Well, you, tree. they can have the tree. Get the Christmas tree. By January first, just give us an address. We'll mail it to you, we'll Sean. Sean will mail. He got it for Sean. Got this for free. This tree. Did you know that? He's like, what do you want me to do with that information? Yeah. I mean, I mean, that just shows well, that okay. only it just shows that no one else wanted it. That's uh, all that shows. Under, what do you think the retail was on that tree that he got for free? What would you price that as? <laughs> oh my goodness, I have no idea what that's trees like are a going for. Because I stood next to it and it, I dwarfed it. It's a real tree. It's a real tree. No, that's not. That's probably by the end of the show, we're probably gonna have to move it so I don't start sneezing during. Oh, are you allergic to pine? Can show Plus, we had a cat urinate on it. Are you urinating to cats? Oh, I'm not cats. I'm not, wait, why was a cat? What happened? Well, everyone's there? allergic to cats. It's like I, I was going to say, have the cat cat urinate on it, I'd probably up up its value, right? <laughs> so, what do you think? That's why well, he got I, it thrown in for free. I don't know what trees are going for. I know days. that's what I'm saying. So that's why. What, I, what do you they, think? Nine ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine, something in that pocket. Forty nine dollars. Okay, that's a rip off. <laughs> Whoever, whoever's selling that, and no disrespect to the tree, because right. we respect the Charlie Brown. We get Brown, a shot of our tree. We, 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 we respect tree. the Charlie Brown style tree, which tree. is what that is. Yeah, but forty nine ninety nine for that is yeah. total. I didn't say ninety nine. I said forty nine flat. I think it was forty nine flat. Oh, I'm sorry. It's forty nine ninety nine. Says it doesn't save it. It's still a rip. But he got it thrown in for free because they bought a huge one. So you know them. Uh, how tall was the tree you bought to get a freebie? Wow, I actually uh -huh. found a tree taller than him. I know, right? Which is impressive because <laughs> Sean's a tall dude. He is a tall dude. Um, so, uh, Sean, do you have any NBA picks tonight? Are you looking at any NBA, NBA action? I haven't even looked yet. He hasn't looked yet. Paul right. gave out his uh, Porzingis over 19.5 points and Jalen Brown over 2.5 made threes. And Paul's been, he's been hot. Reno Paul's been hot on those. So, he loves the over threes, man. And that's a great bet because you're, you're at home going, ah, ah, <laughs> uh, By the way, we want to thank... Um, Dom's Pizzeria and Trafford for watching the show. Steiner's, as always, for watching the show. We had lunch over there and got to talk with Ro Roger Sachs, the guy who owns it, by the way. He texts me frequently now. Pictures of him at the Cowboys-Phillies game and just checked in during the Pats game, the Steelers-Pats game. I'm like, really? Checking in on that. But anyway, thank you to Steiner's. And Oasis, Oasis, which we're going to be at very soon. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, we have a little, little shindig here. Shindig. Little holiday. Am I invited to the holiday party? I am not invited. You guys, oh, take, especially after spoiling where it is, you definitely. Take some, well, not, I, not people invited. don't. I mean, that's the fans are now. We're going to have people outside. It's going to be the holiday parties in the studio. Actually, everyone, <laughs> and the it's the gift is the tree. three three a.m. on Tuesday. <laughs> I'll show up. Um, <laughs> Raiders are going to make history tonight. Someone says, "All right, we Raiders are going to make history with what?" I don't know. Oh, Raiders making history. Oh, feeble history. I think they were pointing out the three nothing game. Oh, that was feeble. I mean, I'll give them that. Yeah. And now somehow I just no. You just your touch screen just sent you I to a different video. Very nice. Very nice. Frank. And now I'm watching nine to five with Dolly Parton. I don't know what happened. Nine to five with Dolly Parton, Lily Tomlin, and Jane Fonda. I don't know why. Oh no, son, it's worse. It's fried green tomatoes. It's somehow starting, which is a movie I saw in the theater with my mom and my aunt Kay Dow, who lived in Eden Prairie. What, that is, I mentioned. what is happening over? There? I don't know. Are you this okay? is why. There you go. I should have a computer, ladies and gentlemen. Shows up. Yeah, oh, yeah what? <laughs> I have no such knowledge <laughs> of hamster.com. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> -hamster. um So tonight, it's going to be a bad game. I'm going to take the Easton stick over. Like are you? That. Are you? I, I'm stunned. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> Why not? 
not. Hold on, hold on. Let me get a sip of my tea. We go ahead. You're, you're, we got it. We got such a low total, and I know it's gone up. But you, you were right last Thursday night. You Frankie liked overs. over. Frankie you overs. liked over thirty. It got there. Didn't you? You didn't even have to sweat. Second half. You didn't even have to watch that horrible game right. after the first half. Big Al McMorty had how bad, how bad the Steelers look for two Terrible. and a half quarters. So I should oh, take you, an over tonight? No, I, I think just for the sake well, of... I'll do both overs. For the sake of, of, of what your brand is. Okay. <laughs> and the sake of... The sake of... of Dumb better who bets the, overs. The That's say, my the brand. Say, well, no, it, it should be, once again... You're, yeah. you're, Frankie overs. The, the unit size should be $14. Yeah, as you did true. on the Grand Salon. I did, I know. It should be $14 on whatever. And you <laughs> that's just my wrote, brand. Frankie 14. A, Frankie 14. Frankie 14. Frankie 14. All right. Uh, <coughs> you, you, you keep rolling it over until Donut. you lose. And uh, and that's a good way to give them more money. Ryan, that's go to job. go to GoDaddy.com. See if that website's open. Frankie fourteen. Frankie fourteen. That might take GoDaddy you to, still exists. I don't know, but Frankie fourteen could take you to an adult site. Let's be honest. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's adult at that. No, point. like oh no, that sounds bad. It sounds all sounds bad. Wait, what has happened? Wow. On I don't show know. Today. I don't wow. know. Where do you, we go? <laughs> Where do we? Yeah, GoDaddy's a thing. I know people just use social uh, media. I was going to say GoDaddy. Go da I mean, GoDaddy had great had, uh, had the, uh, the famous the famous commercials in the early two thousand. Girls, yeah, they did. Yeah. Frankie Which fourteen is available. Okay, Ryan, grab it. Put it on the petty cash. Get the petty cash out. But we're going to use your own petty cash. I you know. realize that. Uh, I, I, <laughs> it's actually the petty cash that was saved that was by the, the tree. tree. The forty nine dollars. The forty nine dollars saved. saved by Sean. Uh, so you got sports by the book coming up tonight. Yes. Who's in? Who's in? You. I will be doing yes. You're in at three forty, right? You're at three forty. We can talk more about the tree. Well, I don't know. And am, am I doing what we proposed? We talked about. Oh, that, I think I'm going to do it from the rodeo. I think I'm going to hit you from over to some of the roping contests. Oh, this is going to end right. very well and very poorly. <laughs> There's no in between. So I will be over. I'm going to be doing my live hit at three forty on Sports by the Book uh, live from the from thing. the Equestrian Center. Yeah. Mazan thought it would be a good idea. Can you? Can we get you into the Equestrian Center? I know Steve Stallworth. Uh, I got Jerry. I got Jerry, Jerry. Jerry can get it. Is Jerry going with you to make yeah. sure the deck is okay? Yeah, yeah he's done. We uh, only allow Jerry to do hand signs now since he he's no, well, on since the air. he since he dropped his, <laughs> since he since he dropped his f bomb. Since he can't be trusted anymore. It's Greg Vaughn and Jerry. Those are the need, two. Need, need some Dove soap to yeah. uh, to wipe out his mouth. <laughs> well, I have two f bombs this season, which will uh, probably make our top ten moments of the year. Starting next week, we're we going to count down. Moments we're going to count down oh, the boy. top ten moments. Ryan and I are going to put a list together. The top ten moments on punchlines. Uh, I think Jerry made it. I think Jerry's on there. I have a couple in mind. We'll talk about this. I'm, we'll sur I'm surprised. No, no offense to you guys, but ten, ten in three months is pretty we're good. Gonna, <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> good. That's hard. It usually. could be nine. We don't know. It could be four. <laughs> could be three. It could be three. Could be you Frankie fourteen. I mean it could be four. There's a lot of great moments. <laughs> we've, we've got more than five for sure. We got more than five. I, I, I'll set the over under. I'm going to set the over under at seven and a half. Okay. Because that's a nice sweet spot where you're going to have seven that you really like and be like, we got to force three in order to get the right, we got some. I can, just, I can think of three or four in my head right now. Oh, five, I know. I, there's, 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 five, there's five that I can, okay. that are like, okay, definite. We're going to do that. And then after that, it's like, all right, well. We're scraping. Maybe 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 Ryan maybe Ryan creates a moment by showing up in a in a non suit. Right. Maybe we have to pull week. out Marty Cordova. Know. He might. We might need to pull Marty out. Cordova. Good. Good. Uh, Tom Glavin's got to be on there. Gla Glavin will definitely. I mean, when you get a Hall of Fame pitcher, yeah, you got to put I him mean, on. And I thought we'd we'd love to put a current NFL player, Daniel Bellinger, on. So maybe before the end of the year, we get. By, by the way, you're giving your guy Ryan a lot of heat for that. <laughs> But Daniel Bellinger legitimately showed up on the injury report because of said illness last there week. Right. So to defend our guy Ryan there, thank you. 
He was definitely Daniel Bellinger. Was, was he in New York or was he at the New York, New York down the street <laughs> on another staycation? Because he was like, "Hey, Statue of Liberty, Frank." I'm like, that looks "Well, for, well, first off, first off, remember." He had to be in New Jersey in order to be mm, at the game. That's true. Just remember that. That's true. That at the giant air conditioning unit they call MetLife. Right. <laughs> Food was better than it was last year, though. Oh, oh that's that's. Oh, I've only been. I don't think I've been to a giant home game in that new. Well, you gotta go to I've the Tommy to DeVito home, tailgate. Only that's been where to jet go. home games there. Well, the Tommy DeVito family tailgate was, was awesome. That was amazing. Oh, great. All right, listen, we appreciate you guys watching the show. We'll be back tomorrow. I believe Dave Damashek is making his uh, debut on the show. Fellow Pittsburgh guy, another big sports fan. Um, so that's going to be great. So thank you for watching the show, everybody. Make sure you share, subscribe, do all that stuff. Close up Frank's hot dog. We already closed it up, right? Oh, God, don't Yes, we okay. did. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow on Punchlines Lines, live in Nevada, every show.